Uh, give me an L. One, two there, please, there, if you don't mind. One, two, one, two, one, two, oh, one, yeah. two. We're going to bring you up. We're going to give you some gain, Lyra. Gain that bitch right up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now joined by one of Ireland's most famed rising acts. Since releasing her debut EP in 2016, Wild, she has since seen national and global notoriety. She has featured on shows from RTE, The X Factor, The Only Way is Essex, Grey's Anatomy, Love Island. She recently spent over six months in the National Irish Airplay Charts Top 100 and just this week created a remix of one of Stevie Nicks' 80s anthems with one of Ireland's most successful dance music exports. It is County Cork's own Lyra. How are you, Lyra? I'm fantastic. I mean, that doesn't sound like me. I'm like, who's <laughs> coming on? I thought it was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're good. You're nice and cosy there. I am. I'm lovely and cosy. I literally have whacked the old dressing gown on. I was freezing. It's Baltic over here in the UK today, so I'm a... Uh, I'm nice and cosy and I'm delighted to be chatting. Oh, great. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, where actually are you in the UK at the moment? I'm in Brighton at the moment, down in my little one bed. And uh, yeah, I'm loving life. The one beds are great, aren't they? They're li- little oh, care yeah. to take care of them, but they're so good. Yeah, I can't swing a cat, but like, it's fine. It's <laughs> doing me for now until I get the LA mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Any second now, it's coming for you. So, Lyra, do a bit of history. I see that you have, you know, you're a multi-instrumentalist and you have this unique dynamic vocals like it, it's it's so you when you hear your song you're like oh that's Lyra 100% and so I wanted to get your history of music and finding your style um well actually like I always find it so weird because like when you were saying you started about like Wild coming out in 2016 I'm like it sounds so far away like I'm like JP Mac has it been taking me that long and I kind of forget about like that start point that I had where I like was doing it myself and like as you said like almost trying to find myself and find my voice and I feel like Wild helped me help me do that because I was very nervous and like kind of got a lot of backlash lash about my dynamic voice people were like you're on so loud or <laughs> she like one comment that always sticks in my mind is somebody saying she sounds like she should be singing in a football stadium and not like as in like Super Bowl vibes as in like hooligan-like-esque <laughs> chanting. So I was really, like, put back when I was like, oh, my God. So for a while, I kind of, like, tried to tame myself down mm. in everything that I'd done, including my vocals. And um, I suppose then when I branched out and decided to do Wild by myself, I really discovered myself. And I'm still discovering it. And, like, I feel like I'm getting a bit bolder in my voice and I'm letting her come out more and more the more songs I bring out. Like, even when I listen back to some of my, my first stuff, I'm like, yeah, I sound about 12 compared to what I do now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so wild because, like, especially when I just called you, like, I was expecting, like, that singing voice to answer the phone. But it's your voice. So, like, there's actually a very stark difference. How did, how did you just fit into it? How did you find it? Um, I think it's just a, a, a lot of singing. Like, it's just the more I'm singing and the more I'm developing as an artist, I'm getting comfortable with my natural singing voice. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't know how it's so loud and high and so low. And I, I don't know how it is, but just when I start singing, that's just who I am. And then when I start speaking, I suppose I... I don't know, when I get nervous in my voice, my larynx goes up and I talk really fast. And people are like, what is happening? I remember a group of lads and they... In, in an audience once and I sing my first song 
and I don't talk when I come on stage at the start because I want like the intro and it kind of be a bit like moody and atmospheric and like the show is about to begin kind of vibe. Mm. And then I was like, hi guys, how's it going? I'm Lyra. <laughs> and literally this group of lads, I just saw them look at each other and burst out laughing. <laughs> and then I started laughing. And I was like, I know exactly what you're laughing at down there. And they were shocked that I was saying. And I was like, I know my vocals and my speaking voice are just like, chalk and cheese <laughs> and it's interesting that you bring up the live performances because I have heard under very good authority that your performances and your concerts are just so electric to be at and like you seem to really love the live performance end of things and so you know I, I know that you, you've done dates before how has the likes of like electric picnic and all that how have you found these events for you I love them I love performing live like I do get so nervous before I go out on stage. Like, that's probably something that people are like, she doesn't look nervous up there. Like, I'm literally petrified to death. Mm. But, like, the second I'm on stage, that feeling of, like, performing these songs I've written in a room and getting to sing them to people is, like, it's mind-blowing. And, you know, I do want to be that artist that, like, when you come to see me, that, like, you are getting, like, a, a show and you are getting something exciting and you are getting the songs that sound the way they do when you listen to them on Spotify, that it's not like, you know, oh, yeah, she's okay live, but, like, she's better pre-recorded. Yeah. I always am striving to make the live as good as recorded or not even better, just because I feel like people are parsing with their money. Like, we don't have it to throw away. I, I want them to get their value. So I'm like, come on, what can I do? And that that's such a fantastic outlook to have because there are artists out there and like, you know, I don't know them personally. I'm sure they're all wonderful. But like, you know, there are, <laughs> there are you know, people out there who just kind of like, oh, shut up, they're here for the music. That's what we'll give them. But like, you know, it's acts like you who take it above and beyond to like make each show as if being there for your music isn't enough. You want to give them extra. And that shows so much of yeah. not who you are as a person, but also who you are as a professional. And I think that that speaks volumes. And before we get into the reason why uh, things have been going so well for you and all that, I, I am so curious curious right as I said at the start you featured in shows uh, your music is featured in shows so many of them but the likes of Grey's Anatomy and Love Island and I was curious do you watch these shows I watch Grey's Anatomy a lot like growing up my me and my sister are obsessed with it and I actually remember hearing like a Snow Patrol song and I was like oh my god like their their music is amazing in it and like it, it has broken a lot of acts and I was like wouldn't it be wicked and then I kind of like I didn't fall out of love with it. I just kind of like stopped watching. There's like 15,000 seasons on that. Like I don't, I don't, wouldn't even have the time to catch up. <laughs> and then when they were like, oh, your song's going to be in Grey's Anatomy and actually got told like the day before my birthday and I was like, this is the best birthday present ever because yeah. it's, it's an iconic series. Oh, for sure. And the fact then that they use like the whole song, I was like expecting like 10 seconds while they're like cutting somebody's belly open or something and uh, I was like sure no one was going to be listening to that but like the whole song and then they used it for the promo and put it on their gram I was like what is life right now it was, it was really really cool so that yeah because I think that is one of the, the like little dreams of when you're becoming an artist it's kind of like oh I'd love if my work was featured on you know don't know whatever show you're into at the time so it must have been yeah. just so crazy to have been on a show that you like on top of everything you didn't have to fake it you know you actually like the show I know but yeah, Shonda like Rhimes. And getting the Guinness advert was like one of my massive things because like we all know how iconic all the Guinness adverts are. Yeah. And when Emerald, like this is like when I was first starting out and Emerald was used on the ad, it was called Bound Together. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Guinness have acknowledged me now. 
And now they send me gifts and I'm literally like in love with life because I'm obsessed <laughs> with Guinness. <laughs> well, that deletes my next question of you must drink Guinness. So, so that, that works out nicely. Yep. I wanted to very quickly talk to you um, because we also feature uh, Light Me Up on the show, which is a song that you did for the animated yeah. River Dance. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's such, it's such a good, and it's got all that Irish element to it. And so, you know, yeah. you, you worked with some big names doing that. And, you know, very quickly, if you wouldn't mind, take me through that creative process. What was that like? That one was such a whirlwind, right? I met up with Bill Whelan. It literally was probably about a week before COVID hit. And, like, obviously we didn't know it was, it was going to happen. But, um, so anyway, I thought I was just meeting him and he was, like, get, getting, you know, a few people to try out a song for the movie. So I was like, totally, like, obviously I'm going to meet him. I'd love to meet him anyway. And he played me um, the movie, but, like, in sketch form. So it was, like, oh, yeah. black and white. And, like, it was, like, so weird to see it. Mm. Yeah. And he was like what message are you taking away from this? And I was literally like sweating. I was like, well, I have to, well, what if I say the wrong thing? So I told him what I what I felt like it was about. And he was like, okay, hey, this, this is exactly what I want you to write about. Can you write a song for the end of the movie about that? Like in your style, a bit more poppier than, you know, the rest of the tracks that are on it. And I was like, yeah, grand. So I went home literally on my iPad and wrote Light Me Up and wrote two other tunes and I sent Light Me Up first and I was like this is the first idea that I came up with just a verse and a chorus let me know if it's a vibe if it's not what you want I have two other ideas I'll send them on and he was literally like this is it this is the one like two verse two chorus let's get it going yeah and that's how it happened God and I went to his house and recorded with him and I was like what <laughs> has just happened <laughs> well you writing machine Lyra just like yeah here's a hit for you what do you think of this and like blow them away well, because I didn't even it would be the one I was like I was like I'm just I'm just going to send it just to see what he thinks yeah and it's funny like when you're writing like and, and you know you get feedback from people do you usually find it's the ones that you think the least of or is it the ones that you've spent days working on like thinking like okay I've got to get this hook just right like or do you find it's a healthy balance I think it's normally the ones that I'm like they come and I know this sounds so cliche because everyone says it but the ones that come a lot easier mm. like light me up with literally like in a day that was it. I wasn't overthinking it. I was just trying to get an idea down to send him something so that he wouldn't forget me. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> a lot of the songs come out like that. Like, you know, for example, Falling. Like, I actually was going to the bathroom and I just started joking, being like, do you like me like this? Do you like me like that? And, like, I was doing, like, do you like me with poops? Do you like them when they're flat? <laughs> like, I was joking. And then I came in and I sang it and they were like, that's actually a really good melody, obviously. <laughs> We need to change lyrics. And I was like, oh, it is. I kind of raised you did now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lyra, let's talk about the obviously huge recent success of Losing My Mind. I mean, it was everywhere. As we were saying, top 100 for six months. I mean, you know, someone who, in all honesty, this is just in the last six years that you have gone so far down this route and you have found this success. What was it like to hear your song all over the country? It was cool because, like, I kind of felt like, you know, although it were, it's like, it is six years, like, I'm discarding two of those from COVID. I'm, I'm not right. I'm not allowing myself to take them on. I'm just like, I'm not doing that to myself. <laughs> but, like, to be able to come out of COVID and release Lose My Mind and people to kind of accept it and, and kind of, like, not have forgotten about me. I was very worried during the pandemic that I would be forgotten about as an artist because... You know, I write a lot by myself, but I need to go into the studio to get them produced, and I wasn't able to do that. And 
I suppose I was just nervous. I just built up the momentum and then it went so quiet. So like to get it played as much as it did, I was like, wow, like this shows you the power of your fans and the power of like radio stations that can get your music out there. I I was thrilled. I was bloody honoured. And like out of curiosity, we were just talking with Ruthann the other week when it came to writing and the likes of sitting on songs and stuff like that. How long were you sitting on the song? Did this just go right from writing it to be like, this is a hit, get it out there as fast as possible or was it a little while longer? I wish that that was the way of life, of love. I literally have so many songs. I'm like, when can we take this to the world? <laughs> but it does, it does take some time coming from like a demo standard and then like you constantly, constantly, constantly write. So then getting the days where you can go back into the studio and re-record the whole thing. And, you know, sometimes you get what they call demo-itis, where you're like, get so obsessed with the demo, but you want to change it and you end up messing the song up and having to go back to square one and trying to get everyone in the room now together after the backlog of what they had of tracks that they now need to get out after the pandemic. It's, it is a bit of a nightmare, but like, they get there, which yeah. is the end result. Demo-itis. I'm so glad there is a term for it Demo. because, yeah, that, that makes so much sense because you do, you do get kind of trapped in that creative flow and then because you've been listening to it so much, you nearly hear it too much and you're like, lads, yeah. we could add a trumpet in there. Come on, let's just get a trumpet in there for the crack. But speaking of new music, let's get to Edge of 17, the remix, the redo of Stevie Nicks' 80s anthem. You know, mm-hmm. y- you are a fan of Stevie Nicks, I take it? Oh, yeah. Um, Like those vocals. Like, how Mm. could you be a vocalist and not be a fan of this woman? Like the rawness, the pure talent that she has that comes out for a voice box is amazing. (laughs) Mind blowing. Yes. And and you were working with John Gibbons on this bad boy. What was it like to work with him? Oh, my God. He's so nice. He's just such a nice, cute man. And like, (laughs) it was great because uh, John, John had this track and he was just like, I've been looking for a vocalist for like, he's looking for a vocalist for ages. And mm. he was just like, would you be up for giving it a go? And like, it being Stevie Nicks, I think really made me want to give it a shot and just see, because like, if he came to me with like an Ariana Grande, I'd be like, I won't be able to sing that for love nor money. There's no point asking me. Yeah. But when I heard the song, I was like, I could, I think I could do something with this. So um, we just spent a few hours literally in the studio, just editing out the song and, he was like, this is what I've been waiting for. And I was like, I actually really enjoyed that. And I felt like I could get myself across uniquely with my own voice rather than sometimes when you do covers as an artist, I feel personally that I can end up like sounding or like emulating the original, mm. which is no benefit for me as a solo artist. So with this one, I was like, yeah, I, I feel like this is kind of like a good balance for both of us. Like I get my unique singing across and done an amazing production on it and it was a win-win yeah because you definitely you hit the nail on the head with the unique vocals I mean I got to listen to it and I was I was just like yeah that's Lyra 100% that is yeah. Lyra without question and it sound it sounds so good with the track and so with all of these things going on Lyra what can we look forward to in the future with your name on it well Festival season is back. Oh, it's back. Mm -hmm. And I am going to be there. Every festival that asks me to come, I'm just going to say yes. I mean, (laughs) this is my new thing now. It's a yes, it's a yes, it's a yes, it's a yes. I want to get back on stage. I want, I'm doing some new songs in my set that people haven't heard before, which I'm thrilled about. And I also, um, probably get killed for saying this, but sure, they know me. I can't hold my water. (laughs) I'm trying to get a really fast turnaround on a new track, so... 
hopefully you'll have that in your ears as well. So yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. I just want to go, go, go. Life's been on pause long enough now. Let's go. Well, good on you, Lyra. I can't believe it. you literally just brought brought out uh, a song last week and now you're bringing this out yeah. again. That's incredible. Okay. But- I see it now. It could still be another six months time. You know the music industry. <laughs> yeah. Glyra, <laughs> thank yeah. you so much for taking the time for coming on to the show. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you. And we can't wait to see you at every festival stand and banner that is out there and for all the new music that is hopefully coming very soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. I've had a blast. <laughs> Cheers, Lyra. You are probably one of the most easiest people to talk to that I have ever met. Because <laughs> so. I, I won't shut the hell off that way. <laughs> <laughs>